His dad had not yet set foot west of Toledo, Ohio, when he wrote Shane in the mid-1940s. Jack Schaefer found the West in himself and then found himself in the West, his son said, quoting a now-forgotten literary critic of old. Jack Schaefer was born near Cleveland, Ohio in November 1907, and somewhat like Shane, had spent much of his adult life journeying from town to town around the East, moving from one newspaper job to another. The family was living in a spacious three-story house in the Norfolk area when young Jonathan was growing up. It was an environment of exploration, music, and literature, he recalled. His mother, Eugenia, a superb pianist, hosted a classical music soiree once a week. Jack Schaefer also hosted regular meetings at the house. He wanted to be a short story writer, John said of his father. He would hold monthly dinners for cultured city friends, and afterward he would read a chapter or two of his latest short story, always with a city setting. And they'd sit there and look at him and say, Ah, Jack, I don't know. Hardly discouraged, Jack Schaefer instead stayed late at his newspaper office and began knocking off a Western story about a stranger who comes to town, and there's a boy who thinks he's a god, John Schaefer said. Jack brought some of his new story to the culture group and read the work aloud, nervously anticipating another round of indifferent criticism. Instead, his peers said, we know nothing about westerns, but this is good. Keep it up. So he did, writing most of what we know now as Shane and submitting the tome to Argosy magazine. In those days, writers who submitted unsolicited works to publications like Argosy, the Saturday Evening Post, and Collier's were expected to include a self-addressed stamped envelope for the rejection letter and return of the manuscript. They were also expected to double-space the text. Jack Schaefer did neither when he sent it to Argosy. Months went by, and he assumed the magazine's editors were not interested. Then one day the phone rang. Schaefer answered it. Jack Schaefer? The male voice on the other end asked. Yes? You know you're a fool, don't you? The man asked. The caller was one of the editors at Argosy. He explained that Schaefer had done nothing right. The editor took one look at the single-spaced text of the manuscript noted that the author did not include a self-addressed stamped envelope, and proceeded to the nearest trash can to deposit the still unread copy. A phone call interrupted the planned rejection, and the editor somehow managed to deposit the unwanted script on a slush pile with other stories he planned to take home to read. He got home, discovered Schaefer's copy, and realizing there was no waste paper can nearby to deposit it in, decided to give the first page a read, and then he read the second page and then the third, and then. Argosy published the story in a three-part serial, starting with its July 1946 issue, calling it Writer from Nowhere. The magazine cost a quarter in those days. Schaefer didn't give up on the piece after it was published. He sensed that he could expand it to a novel. What was missing from that Argosy story was the stump scene, the male bonding part, said John referring to the now-famous sequence in which Shane and his new friend Joe Sterrett worked together to uproot and destroy a massive stump, representing the challenges of the environment. Houghton Mifflin published the book, now titled Shane, after its main character in 1949. Schaefer still hadn't been west of Ohio and told reporters at the time that he didn't want to visit the West because it would muck up everything for him. But in 1955, he moved to Santa Fe, New Mexico 
where he lived until his death early in 1991. Shane's literary roots may have reached back to the World War I era when Schaefer weaned on stories of the Old West that his father Carl Schaefer Sr. made up on the spot in the barn, wrote a story in elementary school called Dave Six about a mythological gunman who wore a huge sombrero. Schaefer majored in Greek and Latin classical literature at Oberlin College in Ohio before attending Columbia University, though he left the latter college before graduating. Academia, he would later say, was a dull and stupid waste of time. He learned to write by writing, and based many of his Western stories on the oral tradition of storytelling that his father had instilled in him, often letting one of his characters tell the story from a first-person perspective. He loved Westerns, and he really loved the West, John Schaefer said. One of his father's favorite Western novels was...